0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Ms. Sharm in English. We are in the middle of chapter 19. We're talking about the components of a um, of the chassid and where he and how his avoid is done. And we're we specifically now going through the intentions. What is the intentions behind this uh, chassid? Uh, what else do we discuss? So so we said clearly he does it for one zero there's zero self uh, um motivation he simply wants to do it for to increase god's honor and then as a result of doing the mitzvah all he wants to do since all he wants is god's honor to be increased so he does the mitzvahs the best way he could because that's what he's in control of and we also then Went on and saw, spoke about. So, if one, if his main focus is to solely increase God's honor, when God's honor is not increased, and when it's decreased, or when there's a reflection of his of his honor being decreased, it pains him terribly and it bothers him a lot. And what's the biggest um, what's the biggest uh, you know the, the biggest reflection of a decrease in God's honor is the fact that we're not sitting you know his nation, his beloved nation is in Gullus, we're exiled, and his temple is destroyed, and it's just rubbles and ruins. Do you go see it, you know, and there's a mosque on it. That is the ultimate desecration of God's honor, in a sense, or uh, and so on. So as a result of that, what does he want? He longs, and he wants, and desires very much for the Moshiach to come. And that's what we're up to right now, where he's longing for the redemption. Now, this chassid, who's focused on increasing Hashem's honor, aside from the avoda. Of, of, of Hashem that he carries out but performing his mitzvah with a selfless intent <clears throat> he surely ought to experience constant authentic anguish over the exile of Pleiisro and the, the, the destruction of the uh, the temple Mount. and as much as the state of exile destruction, destruction causes, as it were, because it's a total dimin- diminution of a Kadosh Baruch honor. That's the bottom line. So, as a result of that, he longs for redemption of Israel, because through it, when the Kleiser will be redem- redeemed, there will be a tremendous elevation of God's honor. And this is what the Tanna de Be'el-Yoh cited when he says, and he longs for it, for it, and the stress is about the honor. And therefore, the Chassid will also. Persistently pray for the redemption of Kli and for the rest- restoration of honor of Hakadosh Baruch I want to just focus on this minute for a second, because I, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Rabbi Kessin. You can, you know, subscribe to his podcast, Rabbi Mendel Kessin. He's got Torah thinking, and he once described it very, very well. At least for me, you have to, how I understood it. You know, he describes, you know, that uh, can you imagine you're you're in a stadium, okay, and uh, there's a hundred thousand people in the stadium. And the, uh, I guess the star of the show walks in and there's a standing ovation and there's people clapping and standing up. And, you know, so imagine that scene, imagine how that, uh, imagine how that's, that, that scene, it's inc- probably incredible to have 100,000 people just cheering like that. Now, when God, when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes, that will be, will that not, will that not be the ultimate recognition of a Kodesh Baruch Hu? will not be, if the Mashiach comes, the true Mashiach comes, the whole world will see that the Jews were right. Hey, the Jews were right! You know, we get to say, I told you so. And there'll be tremendous honor saying that you guys did it! Can you imagine that feeling? The Chos is going to see what a recognition of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. What a complete recognition of who a Kodesh Baruch Hu is. And, and, and that will give him tremendous Simchas. That's what he's davening for. As a result of that, he's going to be davening for Klal Yisroel out of the Jews and um, and for the for the Jews to redeem them, for the Beis Amikdash to be rebuilt. Try to imagine that scene. It's got to be incredible. you know. And that's what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. When the Messiah comes, we are all going to be joicing incredibly because there's no more. That's it. The truth is out. There's no more denying that God is not. There's no more denying the Torah. There's no more nothing. It's the truth is there, and there's no it's crystal clear as, as you see the person next to you. So, um, anyways, so as a result, is now the chas is going to be davening for, for this to happen. Now, a person may say to themselves, What do you mean? Who am I, and what importance? What is my importance that I should pray that the exile that, 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 that the that swel- the the Gulf should come to an end that, that Yushlein should be rebuilt? Who am I? What should I, um? like, uh, like, well, why should I daven for it? And, and and all the more so, you know how many Tzadikim said that I'm not going to be let into Ghanadin unless you bring Mashiach, you know, and how many people daven for the Mashiach already and it's still not there? So a guy might say to himself, what am I, who am I, and why should I be the one davening for Mashiach? What's the point? I feel like it's not going to go anywhere. You th- I feel like my davening is, uh, is, uh, is uh, not going to make a dent into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the answer is very very simple the answer is very very simple a person needs to number first of all a person needs to uh, come to when it comes to the Avoida hashem when it comes to serving god a person needs to come with the attitude that the world was created for me meaning for an individual for man and he created me to do a tafka to bring kodesh barfu back in this world therefore as my job to bring a Kaddish Baruch Hu back into this world, that's what I have to daven for the Mashiach, even though, even though I may not bring it. But at the end of the day, I have to do it because that is number one, because it brings um, a source of nachas to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Can you imagine? He sees his children davening. He wants it. He sees it. He'll feel, you know, so to speak, my, my children are, are, are begging for the Mashiach to come. Now, for whatever reason, it can't come because whether or not we're not ready or um, you know Yisrael still has a virus. But at the end of the day, we still have to ask for it. We still have to ask for it. And you never, ever know what's going to tip the iceberg to get the Mashiach to come. You know, and, and one of the things we could do is, by the way, work on slander, Lashon Hara. Again, highly recommend the Rabbi Kesten series on Lashon Hara at Torah anytime. You know, or Google it. I like think Mendel Kessen or like Shimon Kessen, Russian horror series, fantastic, mind blowing, and will change your life. I heard it almost 25 years ago, and I still remember the speech. I still remember the the, the 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 tapes as crystal clear, credible. But anyways, the point is that we still have to daven, even if. Our tefillah is not answered in the way that we want it to be answered. We still have to request for the Mashiach to come because it gives it an achasruach or satisfaction, satisfaction to the Rabbi Nishalam. Now, and we see Klaali's soul themselves were, 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 um, were punished because Yeshayo said, and he quotes, He saw there was no worthy man and was shocked or astounded. There was no one who would pray. No, no one would pray for the Mashiach. And Yeshayo also said, I looked, but there was no helper, meaning no helper to help me daven. I was astounded that there was no supporter. There was no supporter in davening for the Mashiach. And likewise, the Prophet Yirmiyah also stated, "She seeks Z- She is Zion. No one seeks her welfare. Meaning, no one seeks the welfare of Yushalayim. What else? And the Sages of blessed memory also explain, right? This implied the Z- uh, right that they, oh also this you see from this from this passage that he says she is zion and no one seeks her welfare you can also learn from here that zion meaning you should lie the mashiach requires seeking you need to look for it you need to ask for it now here is clear proof that we're obligated to pray and we are not absolved and don't think that we're not that we're absolved because of our lack of power or our lack of koach to actually finish it just because we can't but just because it's not within our power to bring it completely, it doesn't mean we are absolved from not doing it. And the prophet further states, Among all the children she has born, mean, there's no one to guide her. More quotes, okay, from lack of people that are not praying. Among all the children she has reared, there's no one to support her. That means that no one accepts the responsibility to support the nation for the redemption. Yeshua also stated, All flesh is like grass, and all its kindness is like a blossom in the field. Just like grass withers and blossoms fade, people. So indeed, the people's grass. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I understand that. One second. Let me see it again. All flesh is like grass. Meaning, our skin is like grass, and its kindness is like a blossom in the field. So, grass withers. uh, The skin withers, right? Um, So, so therefore, the people are withering. I guess they're not doing. um, But 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 kindness. Okay, I guess blossoms and further uh, off oh, because whatever kindness they performed, they performed and the, the kindness that Clycer was performing with it away because they did it all for themselves and they didn't do it for anyone else, they did it all for their own benefit. So they did not have in mind this perfect intent, there was no chassid out there, you know, um, trying to increase Hashem's honor and um. So this, by the way, is important. Now he goes into a point where he says here, there is no chassid increasing God's honor. That is very important that every nation has someone, a chassid, that is entreating God on behalf of Israel, and behalf of the nation. Because it is impossible for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's honor to increase except through the redemption of Israel, like we said, and the magnification of their honor. We know it's truly good. So Kalal Yisrael's honor is also a reflection of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, when his nation is increased. So for, so as it's written, like we said before, and he agonizes about the honor of the Holy One and about the honor of Kalal Yisrael. So you see that the two and two go together. When Kalal Yisrael's honor is increased, the Kaddish Baruch's honor is increased because we are his people. So now you learn two facts. One, the most perfect intent when performing every mitzvah and act is that it should be done to bring out the elevation of, of a Baruch Baruch's honor by virtue of his creatures bringing satisfaction to him. Is, that's increasing his honor. And the second thing is that he, that he mourns or is distressed over the diminishment of a Baruch Baruch's honor. Especially the fact that 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 Klai Yisrael is still engulfs, so uh, and uh, and he's longing longing for the redemption because through that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's honor will be increased through the honor of Klai Israel being increased. So um, uh, that concludes this part of it. Now he's going to even go in further and explain why it's important for this chassid also to have other things in mind that the, that Klai Israel's honor will be increased and and Kleisro, um gets benefit from his mitzvahs and so on, as we'll see in the next segment. We'll see you next time.